Hello, friends, and welcome to the 22nd edition of the Fantasy 15 here on Sound of the Loons. We're here to give you 15 minutes on your 15 roster slots for MLS Fantasy. We'll talk a bit about what happened last week, a bunch about what we think is going to happen this week, and we'll get into some strategy where we can. My name is Steve McPherson, and I am joined by Jimmy Watson. Man, that was a weird week of fantasy. Let me tell you, I looked at the dream team. Jordan Morris was owned by 1.13% of people. Vito Minone was owned by 1.04%. Otherwise, none of the other players in the dream team topped 1% ownership. Jack Price, who had 42 points if you captained him, was owned by 0.24% of players. Basically, everyone playing MLS Fantasy who owned Jack Price had the last name Jack Price. Like, it was just his family. Yeah, I feel like you were you were definitely related to Jack Price. It was definitely him. <laughs> or you had set your lineup mistakenly. You're a Colorado fan who set their lineup in early spring. In, in April. <laughs> and completely forgotten about this game. And look what you found. A spot on the Dream Team. Love but. you, Jack Price. But yeah, I uh, it's it was a ridiculous. It was a very strange week. I felt like I was not doing that well. Uh, I ended up going up in rank, which is terrific. I am now 50th overall somehow. 50th overall. I was as high as 30th, I I think. And I was like, and I was like, I didn't feel like it was going that well, but I think that I looked at who, who was scoring and I was like, Oh, none of the usual suspects. It was like, nobody has these guys. Five, five own goals. I believe this week. Own goal uh, was was definitely the high Kamara. So yeah, you know, all the people, the usual, the people you would expect, right? Yeah, exactly. And you thought Kai and Kai Kamara also had an own goal. We were one of the five. So (laughs) you've lost some points there. He's giving you them back on the flip side. Yeah, Right. Uh, Normally, uh, a very uh, stout defensive team in the Montreal impact right. let up six goals. So everything was upside down. It's crazy, but it was a fun week. How was your week? Did you, how, how'd you do? Not great. Okay. <laughs> Not great. Um, okay. Look, here's what we did. We, we topped the average. Uh, hey. Average was, was 51. Hey. We squeaked by it. 60. A C plus. Yes. Um, <laughs> bus. Here we are. We get through the very first game of the week, Atlanta hosting LA galaxy. Yeah. I go for the money play I bring. I put in Pogba. Mwah, oh, kiss. yeah. That was great. We got Brad Guzan for the keeper. Don't even worry about it. Put that extra money back into the bank account because Absolutely. he's got you nine points to go along with Pogba's nine. Oh, we captain a little guy named Yosef Martinez. Ever heard of him? He scores a goal. 16 points, which ultimately not that great from your captain. But this week, it hey, was acceptable. Week, yes. And then it went plummeting from down there. Um, I would now like to transition from my my booms to my bus, yes. the rest of my team. Everything else. What about you? Who boomed for you? Uh, I had uh, Moutinho, who had eight points. You said that in the podcast last week, and if you were listening, it in, man. you would have said, that is a genius play. Maybe not at the time, but when the game's wrapped up, and a 2-0 win was in hand for Orlando yeah. City. You look like a genius, my I, friend. I was like, the, he's in the lineup. We're playing him. Miles Robinson had 10 points. It was a good week for defenders for me. Uh, Brad Guzan, I put him in for the keeper. Uh, I saw those nine points. I was like, I'm going to reinvest that money. I shuffled my lineup. Uh, I put in Carlos Hill. He got two points. But in Nick Lima, he got three points. So I, all my shuffling didn't really end up with getting a lot of, uh, didn't didn't end up paying off in the end. I put on Minotas. He had two points. So I, you know, I had a bunch of people who were a little disappointing, but it was a good week. Like I said, I had seventy-seven points or something like that, which was enough to, to to move the needle for me. And my my team value is getting pretty pretty robust as well. I think I'm let's see, I'm up to one one twenty-two point seven uh, total. So I feel I feel pretty good about that that team value. I'm just just. Right off of that, you said okay. 122. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm at uh 109.1. Yep, <laughs> pretty close. Jeez, pretty Steve. Close. Not only are you sitting top of <laughs> nearly top of the table, you've, you're slapping me with your wallet. Um, nice. I did the shuffling 
like you did. Yeah. And I think this is strategically one of the best weeks I've had mm. from manipulating oh. the salary cap. Feels great when that works. It feels so great. Now it didn't pan out at all, but I think having a little bit more of your, um, your money towards the back end of the schedule. And if you kind of, yeah. and, and what, not even that as much as I started Guzan, Pogba and Lapalan on the bench, mm-hmm. those guys had earlier games on in the day. Yeah. So once I saw Pogba was good and Guzan was good, I was able to, you know, let those guys make sure they were going to play. But yeah, yeah. Uh, with Lampelin not doing well with, right. with Montreal, I knew that that guy with one point wasn't going to sub in and do me any favors. Yeah. So I took Nicholas Ladero and I turned him into Roldan mm-hmm. and Acosta with a little bit of extra money and, and sure. you know, diversified yeah. like yeah. a good stock portfolio that I don't currently own. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's, it is fun uh, to set up some of those situations as long as you remember to do them. Uh, yeah. Yes, like that's, where that, you is, have, that is key to it all. <laughs> where you have Guzan, and I think I had like Vega, right? In case Guzan the same didn't thing, work yep. out. So, you know, then you, you get a little extra money back. You can move it around. You could, you know, pony up for a little more expensive midfielder. Or like you're saying, if you know one of your guys up from the bench is not going to go in, you split it into two guys. You don't worry about that sub coming Start in, those so. guys on the bench if they are your early yes. games of the week. Yeah. You've got the luxury of knowing if they're going to make their way into the lineup or if they're not. In this case, uh, a couple of them were... Uh, couple of them weren't so there you go you had the ability yeah all right so let's talk about this week a little bit uh i was gonna say hey no double game weeks but it is actually a double game week but just for two teams which is a little weird nycfc and houston who play on thursday they both play again on sunday uh so there is uh, some double game potential the problem is one of them is houston who do not look great and you're right so. and, I, and i will say this both very very difficult matchups yeah on the back end of the double game week yeah but i will say this atlanta this week with the Sunday game, they've also got a midweek game. Yes. Against Orlando. Right. You Orla- have to make considerations for possible open cup situations. Exactly. So, and, yeah. and Orlando's got the same game on Tuesday as well. Uh, they'll play away at Toronto. So uh, I'm look, I'm not going to get excited about the fact that y- you, you must have three players from these teams. Yeah. In the game week, uh, in your in your lineup, look, if you're going to, I'd go attacking players to NYCFC. Yeah. Surely and there's there going to be some good. goals. Yeah. And, so, yeah. You know, but I would, I would steer clear. I don't, I don't think a shutout's on the cards away at Atlanta right no, now in the second game. So you're no. really banking on just that one game at home. But I mean, you could play Tinner home. He's he gets bonus points. He's, uh, he's Matarita the one, maybe, gets for forward. Me. Maybe Matarita. Uh, I think a bear though in attack is. I think he's been doing well. He still seems pretty reasonably priced. I like a bear. Yeah, that's um, a good shout as well. NYCFC. I mean, that matchup against Houston. Houston have two wins in the last twelve games. Yeah, they've been uh, bad. So you know, and they're on the road where they're even particularly bad. Uh, Both big, games this week they're on the. Road. Yeah, so that's that's rough for them. Uh, I, I, NYCFC against Atlanta, that is that is pretty tough the way they're rolling. And the only maybe silver lining is if Atlanta really goes all in for the cup, uh, you know, on Tuesday and then decides to rotate a little bit because of playing, you know, uh, just this past weekend as well. But, you you know, you, you have to take you, you'd have to bet against that because that's going to be a late game. Right. Sure. And I would be be very weary of that for Minnesota United who play on Wednesday and then play on the road. At FC Dallas, I don't know anything more than than you do or yep. whoever's listening at home, but I just have that in mind. Like it is a, it's a tough schedule. You're yeah. going to Dallas in mid August on the back of three games in a week, and it was a Sunday game, a Wednesday game, and then a, and Saturday. Then a Saturday on the road. Dallas yeah. in August, that's a tough one. So yeah, 
Dallas could look attractive to some people this week. Yeah, the only silver lining for that from Minnesota United, I think, is that, you know, because of the way the cup is structured, you can only play uh, five international players. Minnesota United typically plays six. So, you know, there's going to be the possibility of some rotation yep. uh, in for the cup game, which might mean, which might save some of the rotation for the, the MLS game. Also, FC Dallas can't score. So um, there's that. You, there, that is a problem you got, for you that. Got, you have to score to win games. Somebody has Steve, to put a ball in the net. On the flip side of the Houston's second back end is uh, against an arump in Philadelphia side who looked terrific this past weekend. Uh, I like Philly, maybe. You know, I still miss Jamiro Montero, who is I rode him to glory often uh, in the in the spring season. But uh, I do like Philly as, a, as, a, as some players from Philly as an option. I think uh, Portland also has obviously a midweek game against Minnesota United, but Portland at home against Vancouver. You got to, I get, you got to like a lot of, of, of Portland players. In oh, one. certainly, certainly do it. And, and, but I would also be where again, make sure to check that Portland lineup because is this a week in which they will rest some players, yeah. you know, you're, yeah, you got to worry suspects. about guys like Valeri and the this would be guys, a three, so. yeah, three games in a week for them, um, as well. Cause they've got a Wednesday night open cup matchup as well. Look, it's the, the eyes start to get bigger when you look at that matchup at home against Vancouver, yeah. but just make sure you check that lineup. There's plenty of games on Sunday too. So leave yourself some flexibility in your ba- in your bank account to be able to make those adjustments and don't be afraid to leave some spots open for Sunday. Yeah, definitely. Uh, some other, anything else that you're looking at right now that you're thinking looks, uh, looks pretty good. You know, there's not really a, a ton that stand out for me, but I do having just seen Chicago fire go on the road to Houston looked solid defensively. Um, uh, they've got Montreal coming on the road as well. You know, I just wonder, do you try to sneak a Chicago Fire player in there? Man, you take Chicago Fire players at your peril. I at your, you, it is it is risk reward. And if it's, you're getting to the point where you're at with me, start swinging for the fences, pal. <laughs> I mean, the 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 defense is a complete wild card. You never know. Like they could either pitch a shutout or, or give up five, or they give up five. Um, th- you know, like Nico Gaetan could could be could just erupt for points, or he could do nothing, or just not even bother to show up your fantasy team. Yeah. So there's uh, Chicago stuff. Montreal has not looked great. So Chicago at home. I, I don't know. I I'm sort of at the point. I've said this before. I don't really trust Chicago Fire. I don't really trust Red Bulls um, for sort of the same reason. Like not because they don't. Both teams have talent, but the consistency is just all. Oh, you don't know what you're getting, and so it it is. It is a risk. There's there are very few games this week. We thought last week was it was a very even slated schedule, and and maybe even the favorites were more of the away teams. I think this week in particular, these are about as fair matchups as you can go across the board. I do love Toronto at home though against Orlando. Yeah, I'll find a way to get three players from Toronto on my team this week. Yeah, they're, Toronto's a little up and down, too. They're maybe a little more trustworthy, but they, they can be kind of up and down. Again, you got that situation where you have Columbus playing Cincinnati, who are two of the the, the poorer goal-scoring teams playing each other. So somebody's going to score some, some, some or goals. Or maybe but. they don't, and it's 0-0, zero, zero <laughs> and we never get those 90 minutes I, back, but you get those yeah. shutout bonus points. I do like San Jose going against the Rapids. The San Jose has looked, has looked terrific, and a lot of their players remain cheap and are probably due for... Uh, uh, further price rises, uh, you know, between Vaco and again. Erickson, like all those guys, Wando is always a good value play uh, to get some, go- to get a goal. So, you know, I, again, it's, it, Colorado is a tough place to go and, and, and play, but San Jose looks good enough. And Colorado has looked not good enough that I think that's a pretty good matchup. LAFC, obviously, 
at home. You at always home, enjoy them. One of the you know the best team in the league right now. It's uh, not playing. even close either, by the way, yeah. with them. Yeah. They are the best team by far. So you know, you know, pick your pick your poison of Vela, who for once didn't really come through uh, this past week, but that's probably a blip more than anything. But you got Atuesta, you got plenty of guys to pick from from LA. Mark Anthony so. K as well is always an option. I, I don't know. I would I would lean more to the attack. Yeah. in that game than I would the defense of that game because I do think the Red Bulls always look like they have a goal in them. Yeah. Um, you know, tough place to play, but I would I would try to find a way to get more midfielders and, and strikers on the field for LAFC this week. What do you think as far as, as goalkeeper? I haven't really looked down exactly all the options. I mean... I, Toronto at home against Orlando I like, except, I, you know, I don't know, Quentin Osberg is, is fine, I guess, but... Um, you know, I think, I think look, uh, with... With NYCFC at home against Houston and them struggling to score right now, you're not really going to get a shutout in the second game against Atlanta United. You can certainly throw uh, Sean Johnson, you know, on your bench. See yeah, if Lightning see if strikes gets, and gets that initial shutout. Then you can play with the rest money. of the money. Yeah, yeah, you're on house money. Exactly. If you get one shutout this week, you know, it, it's he's the one guy that could get you more than the average game if he can get a shutout on Thursday night. Um so I, I think it's worth the risk. Yeah. Now, granted, you could also have to end up, you know, eating the salary cost if you're if you take him, because I think right now he's sitting, um, he's sitting at five point four million dollars. So it's it's only one point four million over the yeah, that's minimum. Not that bad. That's not it's, bad. I think it's I think it's worth the risk, and you're really all in on that first game sitting yeah. on your bench, and you can decide from there. Put in put in Steve Clark to start. Yeah, you know, see how 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 Sean Johnson does. So you know, I mean, that's probably the best bet. Other than you know, you know, trying to play it cheap. I don't know what Steve Clark. What is what is Steve? Steve Clark's Clark sitting at right seven point six million dollars. That's pretty expensive. But it is. But, but you, you know, put him in as your starter. See if you can get you know a, a clean sheet out of one of the earlier games. You know, um, and then you know, see what happens. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate that shout at all. And um, you know, I, I think that's the the fun of it. If you if you strike gold with John Johnson. Like I said, put that extra, you know, three point six million in your back pocket and start to put it elsewhere and try to get some goal scorers on the field. Try to get some goals. Yeah, well, it's uh, not, not many, many games this week, so we're going to come in under time. So I'm going to take back some of that money I've been spending on those extra two minutes every week. Just uh, collecting everywhere, aren't yeah, you, buddy? Exactly. Good luck in your rise to the top. I hope you finish second overall this Thanks. year. Thanks. I'll uh, I'll remember you when I'm at the top. Uh- <laughs> Step on my head while I'm drowning, will you? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, the sand in the quarter hourglass has run out, and we have come to the end, my friends. From Minnesota United and Jamie Watson, I'm Steve McPherson. And remember, don't let your fantasies be dreams. Make your dreams come true. Mm-hmm.